Welcome to Wealth Academy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to listen to this dynamic and insightful podcast with host Paul Lawrence Van. Paul and his guests provide content-rich information that will enhance your knowledge. Enjoy this episode. And I want to welcome you in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode of the Wealth Academy Podcast. Today, I get to interview Mr. Paul. We're going to talk about his new book, Leadership is Influence. Mr. Paul, welcome. How are you doing, sir? I am doing wonderful, Shay, and thank you so much. I'm honored that you're interviewing me on my new book, and we're just going to have a conversation, have a good old time, and I love what you do as a host with Shaquan Speaks, so I'm looking forward to this experience. Oh, for sure. Thank you, and thank you for welcoming me uh, on your platform to be a guest host. Y'all see it, guest host of Wealth Academy (laughs) Podcast. Let's jump on in. All right. Um, Before we talk about your new book, Walk us through how you first came about becoming an author and how did you first position your book? Because you have several. So let's, matter of fact, let's, let's pause on, on that second step and let's focus on the first one. Author, Mr. Paul, walk us through that journey. How did this come about? Okay. So fantastic. And thank you so much. Uh, First of all, uh, becoming an author is something I had talked about for years. You know how we talk about things. I'm going to do this. I'm yep. going to do that. And I said, I have this book inside of me. I have to get it out somehow. And after I retired from the Air Force, I decided this is the perfect time because I didn't have all of those day in and day out grinds at the Pentagon like I did for 12 straight years. And so what came about was I never attended a school to write books because A lot of people ask me, but what school did you go to to learn how to write a book? And the answer is my English teachers from elementary school through 12th grade. (laughs) I know. That's right. You hear that? Can we shout them out? Do you know their names? Do you remember their names, Mr. Paul? I I can't remember all of their names, but uh, I can tell you that uh, they wanted me and my classmates to be the best writers we can be. And so oftentimes when I'm writing books, I I have them in my mind because I would want them to be proud of me. And so how it all came about for me after I retired, I started out as a speaker mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up going on this 12 city speaking tour. And from that tour, I really I earned quite a bit of revenue from it. So I decided now is the time to write the book that I really want to write. And so I, I had hired a coach by the name of Dottie Walters, who was a speaking coach, had been in the speaking industry for over 53 years. And she wrote this book called Speak and Grow Rich. She put on a marketing symposium in Burbank, California. I went to attend it. I met people who did book covers, interior format, and the interior of the book, and the people who actually published the books. And when I finished up that workshop, that four-day, three-night workshop, I flew from Long Beach, California, back to Washington, Dallas Airport. On that flight, I wrote down, I'm going to start writing this book on this month, which was October, and by the week of Thanksgiving, I will have written this book and that's exactly what I did. So I wrote this book called Living on Higher Ground. And that's really what sparked me from that very first book to writing the books I have. Now I have three solo books and three co-authored books. I'm just curious. This is just me uh, off the top with it. What does that first book solve? Uh, Can you kind of like delve into that? Because typically, right, you you got books that are just written at leisure, just fun, but... You seem to be a man that's on a mission. Can you help us walk us through that? 
Absolutely. And that first book, and thank you for asking, Shay. Uh, the first book is called Living on Higher Ground. And so it's a motivational and inspirational book. And I really wrote the book about my life, but I wrote about the joy of life itself. And in fact, the subtitle is How to Live with uh, Joy and Happiness. And uh, as a result, I talk about from the day I was born until the time I retired from the military. Mm. And in this book, I talk about things such as how to be empowered, uh, how to be inspired. And I talk about my faith journey and, and how that all worked out for me, which is continues to this day. And then I, I talk about my experience in the military and how I was able to uh, go from a space of not knowing what the military was to actually serving 20 years as a military officer and the expectations for me. And again, uh, what I want people to take from this is that when I was uh, younger, I had been told that, hey, I would never accomplish anything in life. There were some bad seeds that were in the community. So you would never achieve anything. You'd never be able to do this, that, and other. I did not achieve success because of what they said. I achieved success because I knew God's plan for my life. Hmm. And so I, when I wrote this very first book, it was really a testament to all of the people who had actually contributed to getting me to where I am today. My parents, my grandparents, my extended family, my friends, and my colleagues. And so this book really helps people to live at a higher level and helps people to achieve in spite of the obstacles that they are faced with in life. And so that's what that first book was. And everything after that was a springboard from, from mm. the first book. Yes. I mean, who doesn't need to understand how to fight that that invisible enemy, those thoughts, right? Absolutely. And uh, what I heard you say is, Shay, not only did I capture my life's journey, I also focused on how I paid more attention to those that was pouring into me as yeah. opposed to those that were against me. And this first book, the title again is? It's Living on Higher Ground. Living on Higher Ground. It's for anybody that needs to understand this is how you defeat and overcome your Goliath in life. Yes. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I'm going to have to definitely get that. Where can they get these books at, uh, Mr. Paul? Just really quick. People can go to www.leadershipisinfluencebook.com. And I actually have the full collection of the Laurel Reef Publishing which is the name I publish under there. So again, and I have it flashing here on the uh, podcast, uh, www.leadershipisinfluencebook.com. And I base it on the new book, but I also bring in the other two solo books I've written as well. Nice. That brings me right into our second question. Mr. Paul, Leadership is Influence. This is your third book. This is what sure. you're about to sure. debut now, uh, shortly here. What has the journey been like for you um, as an author and as a book publisher? You talked about mm -hmm. your first book, but now we're on this third book, and I'm sure there was a lot of lessons learned. Can you kind of call those out for us and uh, give us some insight into the thoughts you were thinking and how you were able to uh, materialize this tangible uh, book, third book? Yes. Well, thank you for asking that question, Shay, in terms of how I, I can, the evolution of the book as a publisher mm -hmm. and as an indie publisher, independent publisher, and as an author. And I had to come up with a what I call a blueprint. Mm -hmm. 
And the blueprint is I can either choose to be published by a publishing agency or I can choose to do it my own. I chose to do it my own way because I wanted more independence. I wanted to be the decision maker for all of my books. And it's working. And, and so what I decided to do is come under the banner of Laurel Reef Publishing. And people ask, well, where did Laurel Reef come from? Well, I was a member of, I am a member of Cap Alpha Psi fraternity. So I just use what our uh, logo is, it's Laurel Reef. That's, that's what we, we talk about. So I said, okay, Laurel Reef Publishing. And so after I published the first book, uh, it worked out really great. I published the second book, which is titled Faith for Times Like Now. And then I published this book, Leadership is Influence. But the maturations of being an author is that I get an opportunity to do what I love and I love to write. And mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I love to write is because I know that I can buy some solutions in the book to help people. So it's something that's greater than myself. And then secondly, uh, to become a publishing company, I have to know everything to do. I have to know when the book is finished. I have to get someone to edit the book for me. I have to get someone to do the interior design, the interior of the book, to include the color, the book cover itself. Then I have to go to the copyright, get the copyrights for it so you can protect the intellectual property. And, and so it's different things such as that. And then of course comes what? The launch of the book. <laughs> That's the beautiful day. I wanna just share real quick, Shay, what my experience was like after I wrote my first book. And that experience was, when the first order of books came in, I actually received cases of the book. Right. And the second thing I did, I got one of my best friends. He went with me to get him one. I opened a box and I saw the very first book. It just blew me away. I had tears in my eyes because I knew what it took. That, that conversation we had earlier about, I always said that I wanted to write a book. And it yeah. was actually in my hand. And it was a time, it was what I call emotional celebration. And then after that, I set up a book tour. And since I had retired from the Pentagon and, and from the military, I hit every military facility on the East Coast. I, of course, I went back to the Pentagon where I worked 12 years, but I hit sure. Dover, Delaware, where I went to basic training. I went to Fort Bragg in North Carolina. I went to Fort Belvoir in Virginia. I went to Andrews and Joint Base uh, Bowling here in Washington, D.C. and mm -hmm. other parts of the country. But I, I actually created a book tour because, you know, we've had conversations about doing a speaking tour where the book tour is just yeah. like it. But by having a book, it adds even more context. It gives you more of an expert and authority position. And that's mm -hmm. what being an author does. Man, this this is so major because it's like, you hear about career advice, you hear about people who have these stories that are inside of them and what you just, you just provided us not only with, Hey, I produce books and I'm the person that's taking it from idea to tangible product. You provided some practical steps. Um, and I hear you speaking about publishing too. Yes. I just kind of want to delve into like, I know you talked about one in a little bit of ownership, Sure. What's the different route? Share with the audience mm -hmm. if you would have gone the other route. One, can you name what that would have been? Um, what that process looks like, so people can have an option to say, "Hey, self-publishing might be for me," or "Hey, sure. I might want a little more handholding." Um, but this is what you should expect from that perspective. A great question, Shay. And in fact, I'm going to share that with you right now. Let's say if I were going to a publishing house, and uh, they 
take my manuscript and take a look at it. Well, at that point, it would be up to them whether or not they want to go forward with actually publishing it and giving me a publishing deal. And uh, I've worked with people who have a company called um, a book deal, how to get a book deal. And so you have to pitch them. You have to pitch these big publishing houses. Let's say if it's Random House, as an example. Uh, and, and you might have to wait 12 months, 18 months, two years, and your manuscript is just sitting there. In essence, they own that book. You've written it, but they own that book. Whereas been an indie publisher, for me, Laurel Reef Publishing, I have full control and decision over everything. And I also control how much I can generate from each book. Whereas with a publishing house, let's say if the book is $19.99, uh, after all the fees and expenses for distribution, marketing, you might end up with 2 to $3 if you're lucky out of that $19.99. <laughs> if you're lucky, right? What it is, you have to sell a lot of books to make a lot of money. To okay, make I, yes, sir. I see that. And so when you go as an indie author, and that's not in all cases, I can actually still take the, the book I have right now, Leadership Influence, and I can actually propose that to a publishing house today mm. if I wanted to. But uh, I like, uh, I, can, I can get more books written faster as an independent book publisher than I could if I waited for a publishing house to do it. And to me, that's the biggest difference is being able to have control over your books and your intellectual property. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to get the copyrights corrected, because if you go in without the copyrights, people can actually steal your, your material and they can actually make money off of it. But if you have the copyrights in place and someone tries to get ownership of it, you find someone selling it, you can get back at least $150,000 of what you have lost. Mm. So I, I think that it's major that one gets the, the, the legal aspect of their book or of even of their podcast, uh, of their blog, of their YouTube channel, you have to get ownership of all of that lest one loses it. Oh, you you giving us the game, Mr. Paul. <laughs> you, you're giving us the game on how to get the bag and keep the bag. Um, okay, so so bag. listeners, listen, listen up. Hear hear him when he says this. There's two different routes you can go. You oh, can yeah. go the, the route of the publishing um company or publishing house their your property becomes theirs you've done mm -hmm. the hard work but you are at you, are, you the ball is in their court meaning timing is in their court if you want to get yeah. this material out quick enough that's not up to you um and funds the majority of the funds is in their court exactly. so if that's a route that you're still like hey okay cool i still want to move that way you sure. have by all means do that but if you want to get the bag and keep the bag mr paul also walk through <laughs> his route, the publishing route. <laughs> I want to share just a little bit more because I really want people to get this Please do, here. please do. And, and because it's all about the evolution of being an author and a publisher, and now the emphasis is on publishing. Mm -hmm. But uh, when we start looking at publishing as well, let's say people can actually upload their book, ebook, for example, on Kindle. Just as an example, but there are others, Nook and some of the others, like with Barnes and Noble. And once you put it out there uh, for Kindle, for 90 days, you cannot give anyone else the ability to sell your books. So you're locked in for 90 days. So let's say if you sold a thousand books, you may not get your money until maybe 
30, 60, 90 days down the road. They hold on to your money and they decide how much you can get. Because I know some people who have lost money. Uh, and, and so I'm not uh, painting a bad picture because some, some people are very successful on there. But what I'm your book, let's say if it's $10, well, we're going to take 30%, a, a, a 30%, they're going to take $3 from you right off the bat. They haven't written a book. They just have it on their platform. And then let's say if uh, my brother Michael was to purchase a book, he puts in his name, he pays with his credit card, they get the email list with my brother's name on it. I don't, right? I don't know who purchased the book. They do. So when you put the book in your own, or as we say, put the ball in our own court, you sell your books yourself. You set up your website. You can sell your ebook and your paperback books and hard copies because you can get someone to print those for you. And you can sell it from your own site and you can cut out, quote unquote, the middle person or the middle man or the middle woman. And so you want to have more control over your future. And let's say uh, we get you, you get what we call uh, the the. the Middle, middle person, another company, and uh, they take your book and they distribute it to like 50 to 60 different publishers. They send it to libraries. They send it foreign. Everybody gets a piece of that $10. So you might end up with 50 cents per mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. as opposed to being able to get 10 yourself. You're going to get 10, as an example, plus tax. See, because you have to set up your taxes in there as well for the state that you happen to reside in. For example, for me, it's 6% for the state of Maryland. So whoever purchased the books, they have to pay 6%. Well, could you give us an example of, mm -hmm. just for the publishing house example, sure. provide us with an example of um, individuals or entities where they benefit from going with a publishing house Um and then, because I think you, you're doing such a good job of painting the picture of, listen, it may feel like a lot because it is. Sure. It's a lot to uh, create Not your really. own material and see it all the way through. Sure. Um, however, here are some examples of people who do really well with the publishing house. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I met and when I was speaking in Toronto, Canada, Chris Gardner from the movie The Pursuit of Happiness. You know, Will Smith played his role in that right. movie. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris was homeless, remember? Him and his son sleeping in the bathroom. They're pushing uh, grocery store carts. That was their transportation. And uh, he would take his son to work with him. And ultimately, he wanted to become a, an investor, stock market investor. Mm -hmm. And so his story came out. And of course, it blew up. One of the best movies ever. And uh, I got the chance to meet him. And so when he wrote his sec his first book was called The Pursuit of Happiness. And his second book was titled uh, Start Where You Are. So the, the first day that his book launched from his publishing house, they sent me a copy of his book autographed. And I interviewed him on that day. I was the first person to interview him on my online radio show. Well, you know, the story goes, he doesn't sell solo books, one here, one there. He sells in bulk. <laughs> That's why bulk is my favorite term when it comes yes. to bulk. Yeah, yes. Bulk sells. And so Chris Gardner, now not only does he max out the United States, they made a movie out of it, but it goes internationally. Mm 
Hmm. So that's the, a person who's worked with a publishing house and he has a publicist, a person who markets and promotes his book and his speaking engagements and everything else. And now he's off into investing. He's investing in a soccer team in Italy, hmm. right? He invests, still invests on the stock market because he sold his investment firm out of Chicago for about, I think it was 600 million, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe anywhere between 350 and six. It's just a lot to change. It's a big bag. <laughs> no, for sure. And, and thank sure. you for that. Um, I think it would, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about sure. um, how you are helping yeah. The next generation take advantage of becoming authors. Uh, can yeah. you walk us through your uh, beautiful and intelligent 19-year-old daughter and how you're getting her ready to yeah. take on becoming an author? Yes. In fact, uh, this summer, it was uh, the end of her freshman year at college. And now she's, of course, a sophomore. And when she came home and, and I said, are you willing to, to, um, to work with me this summer, meaning uh, you, I, I want to work with you. So I'm doing some coaching. Mm -hmm. And so she said, yes, yeah. so I purchased her a notebook, notepad. And each day she wrote down what her goals were, what she wanted to accomplish. How did she see herself? And in the meantime, I helped her to get a job, her very first job, paid job. And um, ironically enough, her, her first job was actually when she was about four or five years old. And I had a book signing at Fort Meade in Maryland. And she was with me as I was selling my books at the Base Exchange, Post that's Exchange. Amazing. That's amazing, that's amazing. <laughs> and so now I was able to get her to write every day for about a month before her first job started. And so now she's positioned where she can either write a book or she can use that book and she can speak. Hmm. So uh, I, I have positioned her to do that. And now, of course, working with you, Shay, mm -hmm. I, I also have agreed to mentor some youth as well for speaking, as well as for publishing books or writing books. Thank you. Thank you. So y'all hear that? Now, I know you all that's tapped in and listening. You got children, OK? Um, uh, Mr. Paul has opened up his platform. Um, and, and let me get a little more specific. Not only is he providing his expertise and his guidance and information to uh, whomever is eager and, and actually takes a, this takes him up on this opportunity, he has a podcast platform that he's inviting these kids to be hosts, guest hosts, mm -hmm. interviewed on, the yeah. whole nine. Um, he's not asking for anything. He's providing an opportunity. So please, please, please tap in. Please yeah. tap in. Yeah. So there, there are no hurdles. There's no quicksand. There's no barriers. It's just you have to bring your whole person with you, your whole heart. And uh, it reminds me of this quote I heard and a, a man was stating uh, he was a pole vaulter and mm -hmm. he go to his coach and said, coach, I just cannot get over this bar. And his coach told him, said, look, you can do it. He's in fact, You've already done it. All you have to do is put your whole heart into it. So he kept trying. He tried and failed. He tried and failed. He tried and failed. And then eventually he made it across that bar and he was a success. And uh, and here's the, the social proof. Here's the social proof. You see that guest host of Wealth Academy podcast. I'm taking him up on his offer. So yeah. it's the real deal. There's yeah. been no hoops. There's been no quicksand. Um, yeah. He's authentic and and I stand on that. Let's get into sure. 
let's get into what we're here though for. All right. What can readers expect from leadership is influence? Well, what people can expect from this new book is a blueprint to help them to become a better leader. Mm. See, most people don't even know that they're leaders, but everyone who is brought into the earthly realm when they're born from Almighty God is a leader. And the reason why people are leader because they have to do what? They have to lead their life. Everyone has to lead their life. Some people lead their life better than others. And so it behooves everyone to become a good leader. Now, when we position that from an employee standpoint, even when you go to work, you are a leader. You don't have to have the title. A manager is a leader. And the person who has the official title, quote unquote, the president, vice president, executive director of a nonprofit are all leaders. And I use what I call the uh, three-legged stool approach. There's a leader, and I talk about it in my book, there's a leader with the title, and he has the manager with the title working for him, and and the manager controls the workflow of the employees who are leaders. And how how can I say that an employee is a leader? Because they are the ones who are getting the work done. And it's through their leadership abilities Things such as showing the work on time, getting the product or service out in a timely manner, working on projects or group projects together, and they're pushing this information up to the manager who's managing the workflow. And then the person managing workflow is getting that information to the leader because the leader with the title has a vision for what he wants for the company. They're looking at productivity. They want to become more competitive. And I state in this book, and what people will get from it is, is that if everyone in the company has strong leadership abilities, they have a competitive advantage over their competition. And they do because they're all in sync. They can get a lot more done and they're clicking. As we say back in the South, we're cooking with grease. Okay. <laughs> we're cooking with grease, baby. Yes, seriously. We're cooking with grease, buddy. We're cooking with that grease, baby. So let's take a look at the book. I'll just kind of show them the title and I'll pull it down sure. so that they can at least get an idea of what it looks like. Ooh. And see, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Leadership is influence. This is this is beautiful. So it's a, a three-pronged approach to becoming a leader of influence. And that three-pronged approach is actually the blueprint itself. Define for us really quick, again, what, in layman terms, can you help us understand the difference between a leader and a manager? Absolutely. And great question, Shay. The difference between a leader and a manager. Um, one of my leadership school instructor's name was Admiral Hooper. Mm -hmm. Admiral Hooper is a wonderful lady. She's since passed, but someone I always admire. In fact, I reference her in the book because she was in my, um, what we call squadron officer school down at uh, Maxwell Air Force Base in Alabama, my very first Air Force leadership school. And she said, we've had a tendency to manage too much and not lead. We need to do more leading than we do for our managing because you manage things, but you lead people. Mm. And that's the difference between a leader and a manager. Managing is not leading. Leading 
you have to lead people, but you manage uh, different uh, products, you manage services and, and, and equipment. As an example, like the Air Force, we would, we would manage the aircraft. The Navy would manage the ships, the Army, the tanks. The Marines would, would manage their platoons. And so uh, when we look at, in layman's terms, a real leader, beautiful question, Shay. And the bottom line is a leader is one who has influence because the reason why a manager, a leader needs to be a leader of influence is because that's the type of person who's not threatened by their title position as, as the vice president or president. They actually are developing other leaders within the organization because they know what that competitive advantage is going to do for them for productivity and most importantly for revenue, the bottom line. And leadership is influence. This new book. Yes. Help us on walk us through how one, because you it, I can see already what is in there. It's a definition. It's helping you yes. understand the difference between having a title and being a person of influence. Yes. Um, can you can you without giving it away? Can you provide us with some other practical tips or strategies that you provide um, so that those who are reading know what to look forward when they get their hands on this copy? Fantastic. Their copy. Uh, this concept comes from my experience. And uh, when we look at that three-pronged approach, number one is, is to make oneself available to learn. Hmm. As my great aunt Carrie would say, who was a teacher for 30 years in North Carolina, my hometown, is that education is defined as acquiring knowledge. So one must become a student of the craft. So in order to understand leadership, you have to observe the, the, the most inexpensive way to and priceless way to learn about leadership is to observe the leader that you work for now, the one with the title. Because when you observe what they're doing, you're going to look for things such as, uh, does this person have good communication skills? Do they have empathy? Do they have a vision? And most importantly, do they have a vision for you and a plan for you to move up through the chain so that you can become a better leader? The second thing is to actually be put on in a leadership position. For example, I mentioned earlier about a group project. So if you have a project where you're trying to sell more widgets, as an example, you have to put together a plan so that you can sell more of your products. So what, putting you in the leadership position, it gives you the opportunity to learn how to become a good leader. And you have to communicate upwards to the manager leader, who in turn communicates up to the leader with the title. And so you have a goal of selling, let's say we're going to sell a thousand widgets in the month of September. And you're going to have to put together, first of all, a plan. So you're actually going through a leadership experience that's going to help you to become a better leader because you're leading this particular project. And let's say you sell 2000 widgets in that month, then you've been identified as a, the next level leader, a manager leader. And ultimately, you would take over position within that organization. And then the third one is, is to actually go out and get some leadership training. 
So you can go through some leadership development workshops, some seminars, and again, you are getting the certified amount. And that's what happened to me. I went to what's called Squadron Officer School, my initial leadership school. Then I went to my intermediate level, which was Command Air Command and Staff College. And then I had Air War College. And one doesn't have to go through military leadership schools to get this because other organizations offer even wealth uh, academy wealth building academy offers leadership development programs we have it right on our site we we offer eight different programs for corporation and the key is to have a standardized leadership program as opposed to having one uh, company uh, come in and deliver leadership and then another you want to be standardized from all the way from headquarters all the way down to the local level regional level etc that makes sense. And and again, thank you for that, um, because the idea of that question was just to provide just a little sneak peek of what sure. is inside, uh, what yeah. can they expect, and, mm-hmm. and just get your minds around, um, you know, new tools, new, new skill sets that Absolutely. are available to you in that. Uh, let's kind of segue into this question. The, the ability to focus in today's age, we all... We all know. <laughs> we, we all know us. Technology. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just kind of call it what it is, right? How many um what formats does your book come in? And um, is there anyone that the people that struggle a little bit to focus, <laughs> do you got something for them people? Well, I tell you, it could be broken down generationally. Uh, I can use my children as an example. They definitely want that ebook. They want the on the e-book. phone, right? Yes. On the tablet. And do it on a tablet, or they can, uh, you know, have it on um, their laptop. So we have that digital application. Then we have, of course, the paperback version right here. And then, depending on who the company is or organization, they could get a hard copy as well. So we have it in ebook or EPUB. They can get it in Kindle format, or they can get it in PDF format. And then, of course, they can get paperback, and then you can get hard copy. So for me, the the, the real goal is to go with the bulk. So I want to sell it to maybe a business school, or I could sell it to the military, right? Uh, even though they have leadership programs, everyone can't get there, but they can get this book in their hand. But not only that, but I also offer a digital leadership course, how to become a leader of influence. And I have that also within the book, how they can get it. And I also have it on the website. And again, that's www.leadershipisinfluencebook.com. And all they have to do is look at the digital courses that I offer there. They can look at the different book formats. In fact, when they go to this site, the first thing they're going to see is the option for the ebook. And right now, because uh, the launch doesn't take place for another two weeks, we're waiting on the audio book to be completed. Uh, people can get it at a discount, a 50% discount. And then they can also pre-order uh, the paperback copy. And those paperback copies, if they do request so, then the books will be autographed as well. So I'm looking at a big publicity blitz coming in about the middle of September. I don't expect to really be sitting at my desk anytime after that, because I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to be on radio and podcasts and everything else and speaking. So oh, that's, that's really what it's all about. Man, it's a complete honor to just be able to have this conversation with you first about all of this goodness that's that's coming um, to everyone and, and what you're providing in the world. I, I appreciate the opportunity again, Mr. Paul. Sure. 
But uh, we have a couple more questions before okay. we wrap up this exciting conversation. Fantastic. And a great, great host. Thank you very much. <laughs> Guest <Thank> host. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I appreciate that. So you 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 kind of touched on when the launch is coming. Do you yeah. have a date for us, or do you want to kind of wait to announce um, that? I'm, I'm looking at um, really we're probably more like the 15th of September. Okay. Everybody, we're going to have to give the audio book a little bit of chance to get into the system. It's going to be here on the sure. 11th of September, so ten days from today. Okay. And then we have to have a little bit of time to get that all uploaded and everything. So I always try to give it a little bit extra time. Remember, my superpower is patience. patience. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yes. So I just wanted to call that out because once again, yeah. there's an opportunity to pre-order. And get fifty percent off, yeah, right away. Yeah. Please take take yeah. advantage of it, y'all. Take advantage. Yeah, because when we look at uh, again, we'll look real quick here at the. Mm -hmm. This is the paperback, the cover, and you see this price here is nineteen ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Well, right now people can get it for about uh, ten dollars and some tax, and so up until the fifteenth. It'll be sold at a 50% discount and the same thing with the ebook. But after that, it's going to go up to the regular. And uh, so we talked about a little bit earlier, Shay, about, you know, how do I do I work in a middle person? What I'm really trying to do is to sell my books myself as opposed to going through a I'll add Amazon, maybe the ebook, but I'm not going to go with the full blown because I want to be able to uh, control the bag. For sure. Y'all heard that. Yeah, I also <laughs> want to be able to get that, you know, that email list. But what I do also offer within this book, and uh, I'll, I'll just kind of show a, a page here where people, I give them the opportunity to sign up for my newsletter, email newsletter, and they can also get a free ebook on growth mindset because I truly believe that uh, a growth mindset is part of it. So that's really people will get a free ebook as a result of signing up for my monthly newsletter. Y'all see that. And people will also get a um, update into when new books come out, promotional, mm -hmm. promotional books, when a discount, they'll also be able to get the opportunity to get the bulk. They'll be able to get all the entire series of books with from Laurel Reef Publishing, and they'll be able to get that at a discount too. But this growth mindset is very imperative for how we think. And this this ebook, I, I read that ebook all the time because again, it's the difference between growth, the opposite is scarcity mindset. And so I'm trying to wean people off of the scarcity mindset and get them into the growth mindset aspect. So I have a free ebook that goes with this as well. The gift that keeps on giving, y'all. Again, yeah, every day. <laughs> Come on, it's Christmas every day. Every day. Um, listen, you're you've done an amazing job of one, introducing a new concept to some that may not know about how can I get these stories? How can I get these experiences outside of me and into something to give to the world, to impact, to influence and to earn income. And you provided us with a walk of, here's how I've done it here. And also here's another option, but here's how that other option might benefit this particular client. You provided us with a blueprint for the little person, for the underdog, and we appreciate you. Um, you also gave us some insight into leadership is influence and when that's going to drop. Mm -hmm. You even provided us with a, an opportunity for the focused, non-focused yeah. individuals. You've given us love, too. 
Absolutely. And I and we appreciate that. But I want to wrap up with this. Sure. Mr. Paul, this interview is about to come to a close here, right? All right. Where can we learn about you? Where 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 can the listeners go, especially those young people that are going to be coming your way and want to get some mentorship and all the good things? How can they get in contact with you, sir? Thank you so much for that, Shay. Again, as the guest host, uh, I could not find anyone more qualified than you to interview me about my new book. Thank you, sir. And uh, I'm a very, not good judge of character, but great judge of character. And you have it. And so I want to get that out of the way first. Thank you. Uh, that I have a lot of confidence in you. And I know I can count on you. And you have to know that you can count on me. Oh, yes. And that's really what life is all about, because I know that you're going to mentor those beyond yourself. And, and that's that's really where the power comes in. But people can uh, reach out to me again. I'm going to focus everything on this website here, www.leadershipisinfluencedbook.com. I have my email there, paul at leadershipisinfluencedbook.com. I also have it a contact page there we, at the bottom of the of the. Uh, first page, homepage, you can sign there and just let me know if you're interested in me uh, providing you with some mentorship uh, for uh, becoming an author or, or becoming a uh, podcaster. And I also have, which I, I intentionally did, and this is intentional, I have my podcast and my YouTube channel linked on this site here. So if people want to go and say, oh, you know, how do I jumpstart this process for becoming a, a better leader? That YouTube channel, which is titled Leadership is Influence. <laughs> and they'll be able to go there and see these. I have 28 videos up there now, but I'm going to have a lot more coming by the next month or so. Mm. And you'll be able to jumpstart yourself for that. And I'm actually having my YouTube channel audited right now to help help to even improve it even more. But a person, if they're looking at, okay, so how do I start? I give you the uh, alpha and we'll take it to the omega uh, mm. as we get more and more channels in there. But I'll help you with that foundational piece there. So you have the podcast, uh, which I have great guests such as uh, Shay Croft, uh, Chambers. And then I have uh, the YouTube channel and I, I have a lot of uh, content out there. Uh, again, they can just go to this site, www.leadershipisinfluencedbook.com, and all the information there. I have services on there. I have my bio on there. You'll learn everything about me on this site, and uh, that, that would help people out. And uh, if they want to contact me, uh, they can reach me uh, toll-free at 800-341-6719. That's 1-800-341-6719. It's all about being transparent. Yes, it is. Uh, and if y'all want help getting to that bag and keeping it, holla at you, boy. That's our time, folks. Thank you. All right. So, Shay, thank you so much. And uh, I know uh, just we'll have people go out there to um, look at episode 250 mm -hmm. of Wealth Academy podcast. Uh, you can also go to the website, www.wealthacademypodcast.com. You can also go to Apple Podcasts and you'll be able to see uh, episode 250 out there as well. So we want to give people all the opportunities and avenues yes. to do so. For sure. So, uh, Shay, if you want to close it out, we can. Oh, yes. Uh, first off, it, this is what I want everybody to understand. 
Mr. Paul came from humble beginnings too. Wherever you are on your journey, this is available to you. So what he did was provide us with some information. What he is is offering us some guidance. And what he is is also offering access to decision makers. And he's one of them. Um, I am a testament of that. I get access to that. And I'm telling you, please, please, please pick up what he's putting down. This is our time. And we're signing off, Mr. Paul. I'm Shay. Founder right. of Chiffon Speaks. Let's go. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Everyone get out there. And I also want you to follow Shay uh, Chambers and what she's doing. She's doing some amazing things. Thank you. And my vision, and I see for her, is to uh, be very successful. And uh, so she is someone to follow. You'll learn more about her in the future because this is not the only time she's going to guest host for Wealth Academy Podcast because we appreciate her and all the expertise Aww. that she provides. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. Have a great day, everyone. See you on the Thank next you for episode listening to this episode with Podcast. Paul and his guest. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And Paul requests that you rate and review this episode and others on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. View all Wealth Academy Podcast episodes at www.wealthacademypodcast.com.